0: Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Our message today is our search for happiness. Our text, Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. What do you think it means to be happy? Does it mean being rich or famous or getting everything you want, having big houses and influence in the community? I think we all agree the older we get, we think of happiness in connection with our good health and our ability to to get around, to have our, our mind active. There are enough books to fill dozens of libraries on the subject of happiness, but it seems that none of the experts really agree on a single definition. The Apostle Paul offers a key to happiness that I believe is the best. His advice, rejoice in the Lord always. You want to be happy? Rejoice. Paul's letter to the Philippians is in response to a dispute in the church between two women, Euodia and Syntyche. Now, they're both good church women. They love the Lord. They've been in this faith community for a long time, but always end up bumping heads over something. Meetings, worship services, their plans. Well, now there seems to be a disagreement over a healing service. Disunity in the body has serious consequences here. This is a new church. It's a growing church. So Paul, in his letter, is asking other leaders to help these women find some common ground. And then he quickly turns to the theme of this letter of the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord Always. Let me say that again. Rejoice. It is as if he is reminding church leaders, Don't let this problem steal your joy. But I suggest today there's another way to read this text. When you find yourself in this type of situation, one of the first things you can do to move through the conflict, to deal with a disaster, or to deal with any kind of trouble really is to rejoice in the Lord. Joy is an option in handling your problems. Actually, joy should be the first option. No matter what you face, you should choose joy. That's how you find happiness, choosing it. Before we go another step, let me clear up one thing. As far as I'm concerned, happiness and joy are the same thing. Now, I've grown in my thinking on this subject. I used to think, like many preachers, that happiness is some worldly state, while joy and joy alone is associated with God. But the more research I do on the Bible, the more I realize that's not true. These are actually synonyms. They are overlapping terms. They both mean pleasure, delight, elation. The issue is not so much in the word, it's in the object of the word, where you find your happiness, where you find your joy. Psalm 37, 4, take delight in God, take happiness in God, take joy in God, and he will give you the desires of your heart. The culture makes us believe we can find this joy or happiness in things, in money, in purchases, in, in kind of success in the world. But Paul says, The truth is that real joy comes from God. Paul writes this letter, you remember, as a prisoner, a state in which he has languished for two years. He's facing his death in this situation. Now, you know there's nothing joyful about the situation, but this experience has given him the opportunity to focus entirely on his faith and trust in Christ. Paul concludes that his imprisonment is actually promoting the gospel. Philippians 1, 13, 14, It has become known to the whole imperial guard and all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And because of it, others are more bold to speak the word. Now that's some kind of cultivated attitude that Paul has. He rejoices in the fact that he's in prison because it gets to promote the gospel. According to Paul, the joy is the way Christians ought to live. It is a requirement. You know, it's easy to be happy in good times, when things are going well, when you're feeling good. Paul says you need to learn how to be happy in God in bad times. That way, your happiness is not circumstantial. It doesn't matter whether you're working on solving conflicts, building unity, growing spiritually. Your bigger aim, the greater intention is this happiness, this delight in God. You know, I watch Christians all the time. We should be among the happiest people in the world. But sometimes our faces are down and, and we slump as we walk and you go in church and you think, what, what's happened here? Don't you know God? If you know God, you can rejoice in God all the time doesn't matter what your situation is. You can rejoice in God. I'm so glad you're with us today. Here's a special invitation. Join me at Vision New England's GO Conference at the Connecticut Convention Center in Hartford, May 20th and 21st. Here's some dynamic preachers. Be inspired and uplifted while together we learn more effective ways of taking the gospel to our friends, our neighbors, and coworkers in order to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. That's Vision New England's Go Conference, May 20th and 21st in Hartford, Connecticut. And here's a special deal. If you if you're a, a love rules listener, you can log on to goconf.org. That's g-o-c-o-n f dot org. And then go down to the coupons part of the registration. And after you've registered, just type in love rules and you'll get a 15% discount. And you'll hear some messages that just may change your life. So join us. Joy then is complete pleasure and satisfaction in Jesus. Contentment in Jesus. When you connect your happiness to anything less than this... You're really looking at happiness for the sake of happiness. The problem lies in the fact that we live in a feel-good culture. We eat food because it gives us comfort. We buy tapes to help us build our self-esteem. We get all caught up in the material things because we think they will satisfy this longing deep down within our souls. Candy, cake, sugar, all those things we say make us happy. Chocolate, oh my goodness, I love chocolate. But those are external sources. True happiness, true joy is internally sourced. It is a position of the heart. The Greek word for joy is kara. You've heard that term before because it's connected to charis, charity, goodwill, grace. Joy then, happiness, is a gift of God. The ultimate manifestation of our experience in Christ, a divine mandate, it's a choice. You choose joy because you choose Christ Jesus. First Peter 1:89 Although you have not seen him you love him and even though you do not see him now you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. So the key here is to never separate your joy from Jesus. When you choose joy or happiness you are choosing Jesus and god wants us to be happy deuteronomy 28:47 to 48 because you did not serve the lord with joyfulness and gladness of heart you shall serve your enemies now if you read this closely it sounds to me as if you seek joy from something less than god it's a sin if you are seeking joy from something less than god you're actually sinning against god cuz god is serious about this notion of the source of your happiness. It is part and parcel of our relationship with Jesus. Jesus preached the gospel so that his joy might remain in us and our joy, our happiness, our delight, elation, would be complete. And of course we know that Jesus's happiness was tied to his obedience to God. He delighted in doing the will of God and this is available to us. It is always a choice so when you're searching, this is where you should be searching, in your relationship with Jesus. Now that's why Paul always talks about the joy in suffering. And if you look at his text, you will find a lot of conversation, a lot of words about this. The best way to understand the notion of choosing joy is to look at the joy and suffering. Because nobody really wants to suffer. I don't believe Paul wanted to suffer. But most of his life as a Christian was involved in suffering. You know the drill. He was shipwrecked. He was stoned, beaten, left for dead. But Paul says he rejoiced in suffering. In Romans 5, 3, 5, he was very pragmatic in his explanation of the value of suffering. Suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Our hope is in God. Now, this is not that aimless, uncertain hope like the world has. This is the certainty in the promises of God so in choosing happiness in in God while you suffer you are going to be rewarded because our suffering christian suffering is always redemptive but let's break this down even further before i close today because there's one specific term here that helps us understand the importance of choosing happiness in the lord and that is the term perseverance one of the most interesting Greek definitions of persevere is patience, steadfastness under pressure. I want you to have that kind of steadfastness under pressure, no matter what you're going through. The key to this is knowing, as I learned in my 11 years working in South Sudan, we really have very little control in this life. We may think we have control. But we have no control. God is in charge. So that's why we we shouldn't even try to manufacture joy. We should try to find joy at its real source. And that is the sovereignty of God. That's why that text goes, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I'm not saying this is easy, but I'm saying it is real and true. Life is going to hit you hard with everything. There are going to be good days and bad days, and a lot of what happens is out of your control. But here is something that you do control, what you search for, what you choose. Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him. I want your search every day to be for the happiness, the joy in God. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617 445 2116.